everyone. Welcome to episode three of Schmuck Boys. We are really, really excited for this episode. It's our first guests ever. But full disclosure, we just wanted to let you all know that this episode was in fact filmed a while ago. Ladies, you can chime in on just how long ago this episode was filmed. But we are so excited that you'll finally get to hear it and to listen to what our lives were like back when this was recorded. Yeah, so our relationship statuses might be a little outdated, but the good thing is we can tell you now that the next episode is going to have some very big updates that you should be looking forward to. Dun, dun, dun. We are so excited for you all to hear our new updates. So make sure you're ready for episode four when that comes around. Cause you're just a schmuck boy. You're just a schmuck boy. That's not enough boy. Don't need another Hello and welcome to Schmuck Boy's first guest episode with Daniel Ebrahimi and Aaron Ramey, the founders of the successful Facebook group that started during Corona, Meet You. Give it up for them. Woo! So how we're going to start every episode is an introduction of your relationship status as of currently this week. So Daniel, why don't you start? Hey guys, I'm Daniel, the co-founder of Meet You. 24 years old, from Los Angeles, California. Born and raised. I did my undergrad at UC Santa Barbara. I'm currently an MBA candidate at Pepperdine Graziadio, where I'm looking to focus um, in marketing and apply that to Meet You. I currently describe my relationship status as single as. Oof, a good-looking guy too, right? Look at this guy. Achati. That means cute. We'll find him a girlfriend. We will. Maybe right here. Shalom, Chavarim. My name is Aaron Ramey. I'm one of the founders of Meet You. So, 25 years old, born and raised in San Diego, California. I'm kind of figuring out if I'm going to finish my degree. I don't know. Whatever. I'm doing the Meet You thing, making the shit up, you know, getting Jews together, getting her, her boyfriend, and all that stuff. Find me a husband. We're going to find her a husband, Marla. (laughs) I don't know what she wants. (laughs) And I am very much taken. I'm not a schmuck boy anymore. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. Let's give a little mazel tov. Mazel tov. We are very happy for you here at Schmuck Boys. So like we're gonna need a little story time. I need a little little intro. Right now? Is it right now? Yeah, just a little intro into how... How did you meet your girlfriend? She's, She's great. Her name's Sarah. So we met about a year ago. She messaged me with ideas for Meet You. I say she slid in my DM. She says she's just giving me ideas. What was the first message? She had a bunch of ideas for Meet You and whatnot. She was just like, but hi, she, my name's Sarah, a, you're cool, I have ideas. Yeah, it was a little bit of like a paragraph, you know? Okay, wow. But she, she was like, I just wanted to help out with Meet You. I'm like, okay, that's a nice excuse, but you know, it's, no, but she, she really did. She has <laughs> a lot of good so ideas, she's really smart, she's great. So we started talking, and um, we talked on and off for about a year or so. Um, and then we met up in Philly when we had our first East Coast trip, like when we first started doing events in person on the east coast back in june um we drove down from like this jewish music festival called sababa shout out sababa it was really fun three days we met up we hung out and then uh was it five months later now we're uh dating she lives in denver now i still live in san diego and we're doing the long distance thing that's great we love it when you can make long distance work and what made you like get out of like the schmuck boy era sarah Wow. Wow. But was it like something she did? I was, 
me. She's just her, so I like her a lot. Uh, like she's she. That so, was cute. So, Shout out to Sarah. We love you. So it was. I wasn't. I perfectly honest. I've told her this before. I wasn't looking for a relationship right now. And then I met Sarah, and next thing here we are. Marla. Oh yep, single as always, <laughs> and I actually, guys, I deleted Hinge, but only because I, I want to break from Hinge dating, not necessarily from overall dating. I'm just trying to like, see if I can like meet people the natural way, that whole you know spiel type of thing. Because sometimes after the swiping and the swiping and the swiping, you just get bored and annoyed. Swiper no swiping. <laughs> swiper no Literally, swiping. Literally, I am now swiper no swiping. So. That's my dating update. Still sort of dating, but just not using Hinge right now. Got you, got valid. you. Yeah, valid. As per usual, my dating life is chaotic, but that's okay, Let's you know. Give us a little uh, little something, something. What's up, you know, you know, just going on some dates, meeting guys. Not really much has been coming out of it just yet, but we will see what happens. Mm. You know, the constant being set up by people. The apps, I did not play Hinge, sure. not yet. Sure. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe, you know what, maybe I'll find, you know, someone who will make a shidduch for me, who knows? We'll see, but for now, it is, as per usual, chaotic. Isn't that what we're here for? Yeah, yeah that is what Absolutely. you guys are here for, and we'll get to that, I yeah. Libby. So, <laughs> I am taken, and my relationship update of the week is my boyfriend and I are still dating, even <laughs> after forcing him to dress as Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber ah. for Halloween, so that's, that's great. We love that. We love Very it. Very love. We obviously mentioned Meet You yes. a bunch of times, and if you don't know what Meet You is, it was an online Jewish community that was created at the beginning of the pandemic, but since then it has grown into so much more, so maybe you guys can tell us a little bit of how it started and where it's kind of at right now. So a little bit of backstory to this. Aaron and I were always talking about like, you know, getting dating into the college scene and getting um, people, you know, set up because we always thought that, you know, the most important thing to both of us was marrying Jewish and having Jewish continuity. And so uh, that we, was we, so beautifully said. We, so had the, we had the idea to go to our Chabad and ask them to do a, like a dating type of thing. And I came up with, uh, we went to the rabbi and I was like, yo, Rabbi G, would you, uh, would you entertain the idea of doing um, like a dating thing called Chababi at, at the Chabad house? And he's like, Chababi. And, and him and the Rebetzin were like, no, we, we can't do that because, you know, people, we were scared yeah. that people are going to hook up and stuff like that. Fast forward a few years, whatever. Aaron was no longer at UCSB. Yeah. Um, we we're still in contact. Not, not as much as we would have liked to be, but Aaron saw that there was like a need uh, during the pandemic that, you know, people were, there were a bunch of Facebook groups popping up, you know, Zoom University Chabad and Zoom University Hillel, and he's like, yeah. dude, why isn't there one for Jews, for, for dating? And he basically created a group called uh, Zoom University Dating, yeah. and, uh, you know, within a few hours there were a thousand, over a thousand people yeah. on the group. Um, I saw that he invited me to the group like five hours after yeah. it was created. Mm, I, yeah. gave, I actually gave him a call. I was like, dude, this is super dope. Like, I really want to get involved. I really want to help you, like, you know, yeah. with this with this project. And I have remembered that he, uh, we were talking about the thing at, at UC Santa Barbara. So when he called me, I'm like, dude, hell yeah, like, let's do this thing. I'm like, I was so new to, like, fa these, running these Facebook groups, but I guess he had run a couple. So he's, like, giving me advice on it and, like, we're, like, inviting all our friends. And, like, next thing you know, like, within a week, like... We have like 10,000 
members, we like came up with a, a serve like a very comprehensive survey for people to take to like get matches weekly with uh, with an algorithm. We like connected with this guy out in New York named Justin Cohen. Shout out to Justin, who like I love you, Justin. Yeah, created like an algorithm so to like match match people like very systematically, and like I started making these videos for on the on the group and like. It just kept blowing up, and now, like, what is it, a year and a half later, there's like four Facebook groups totaling like sixty thousand members or something. That's amazing. Another like five thousand with Instagram and TikTok and whatever else. And could you have told yourself, so, like, from the beginning, like, that this would be a thing that would not only just last you, after the pandemic, but that it would have such an influence on people? For example, like living together, being friends, like conversations every day I, yeah, not I, just dating yeah, like I, it's way more than that it's yeah, truly a sure. community you built i think that like i knew like it would, could be popular because like i was looking around on facebook during the beginning of the pandemic i'm like daniel was saying i'm seeing these jewish groups and i'm like where's the dating one like everyone's gonna be on these on the apps whatever swiping but you can't meet up with them so you like want to like a community type environment you go online you meet people and stuff so i'm like a facebook group is a perfect medium for that and I was like, yeah, I think it could get kind of big because I saw the other groups being big. But Daniel was like, no, I think you get really massive. So I'm like, all right, like, let's, you know, pump, like, let's do this thing. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think the, the biggest surprise and nicest surprise for me, besides the marriages, like engagements, people making friends, roommates, all that, is like we're translated from like online to in person now. Mm, and yeah. like, I couldn't have really imagined that at the beginning because we're in a freaking pandemic we're all like locked in our homes and like at that time like my health was like not great like I had horrible back injury all this stuff like couldn't really do much and like a year and a half later we're like traveling to New York and Miami and having events in LA and like that's really I'm, and you have a team sick. too yeah we have in team multiple locations yeah. which is like so cool yeah Okay, we got the emotional part. We yeah. understand what they're about. We yes. understand what they do. They do a lot of good for the world. Okay, now to the dating part. How would you have described your dating life pre-Meet You? Uh, so myself, I was like in a serious relationship. Um, I thought I was going to marry this girl. And uh, I think a few months after we started Meet You, she wasn't very supportive of Meet You. Um, and I think a few months after we started it, uh, she broke up with me and I was crushed. Um, but, you know, I'm very happy with where I am right now because uh, of, you know, seeing all these couples and marriages and people getting engaged and the impact we're making in every person's, uh, uh, every member's life. And I think that it's, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. That's so sweet. That's one, incredible. One sentence? Yeah, let's hear schmuck boy Aaron. Yeah, schmuck boy Aaron, take it away. What was it like? I was a nice Jewish schmuck boy. Yeah, okay. and, and, and tell us about the, the nicest, though. Yeah. Respectful. Right. Did it, so Aaron didn't <laughs> text you back. <laughs> if you were texting Aaron, he probably dodged your calls, probably Most ghosted likely. you. Maybe no. if he saw you at the A Pie event, he would run away, go hide in the kitchen. Yes, your... I love to cook. Yeah. I probably would have been there. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, Aaron yeah. is definitely quite the chef. I definitely endorse Aaron as yeah. a great chef. That is definitely something that should be a green flag. Of Aaron, you haven't oh, texted yeah. me back in two weeks. I'm making shakshuka. We'll talk in a little bit. I'm <laughs> wow. So we want to focus on why is there this stigma of what you said before, like the importance of finding a Jewish person to date. 
there's so many things that happen right. that make it so different and you know Jewish girls will tell you it's so hard I want that nice Jewish boy why why is there that stigma why do you think it's so quote-unquote hard and like obviously well, so great you're making right. it easier what makes it so hard well, the, one of the number one things if you're not in New York City Miami or Los Angeles it is hard to find someone Jewish just from like a pure number standpoint right because mm -hmm. like there's just it's not true. that many Jews that live like whatever there's what six million or something but yeah they're mainly in like three three states three cities whatever you want to call it so that's number one thing number two you know, like, uh, like I'll be honest, like, growing up, like, whatever, I was involved in Jewish community, but not really, like, went to Hebrew school, but I didn't really love it, like, it wasn't that important to me, because I was, like, going to public schools, so, like, my parents were always, like, marry someone Jewish, marry someone Jewish, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, but then I didn't really connect with, like, my Jewish identity until, like, went on birthright, and that, like, changed everything, I'm like, now I just, you know, I really want to be with a Jewish girl. But be honest, when so, you went on birthright, you messed around. <laughs> Everybody messes around on birthright. Oh, fun. <laughs> do you feel like that's like a rule that if you go on birthright and you're not messing around like did you mess up birthright the rule is you should go on birthright single that should be the rule it's the unspoken but that should be the rule. rule what about people who go on birthright with their significant others did you do that that could be fun but it's like you know go on birthright to like have fun and stuff you know but like, if you still haven't been to Israel you should go to Israel oh 100% don't pass up birthright it's great exactly trip. yeah there's actually, a, like, a, one couple from my birthright trip that are engaged. From no. mine, there's two, there was two marriages. No way. One of the girls married an, one of the soldiers, and they now have a kid. They live together in Israel. Shout out Bailey and Tall. And then Sahar <laughs> and Michael, they're married now, too. We love it. Shout out to them. How did you feel when the first couple from you two got I engaged? Was, we were, I remember it was, like, it was only, like, six months after. It was, like, September of 2020 and I was about to go on a like a road trip with my friends to like Yellowstone, Wyoming, whatever, we're gonna do this whole like outdoors thing. And I'm like getting ready and then I get a message on Facebook like being from this girl named uh, Manya and sh shout out Manya and Arya. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, I just wanted to reach out. Uh, I met my fiance, I'll meet you, we're engaged. And I was like, mom, holy shit, there's an actual engagement. She's like, what? Like, she's, like, freaking Stop. out the whole house. My mom's like, Phil, Phil. You know, uh, like, called my brother. Like, shout out like, to Aaron's It was, like, a whole... They're yeah. so cool. I feel like yeah. if it wasn't a rule in Judaism that you don't, like, name your kid after someone that's alive, we would have multiple kids in the next few years being named Daniel and Aaron. Yes. Literally, Agreed. people would name their children after you. <laughs> Glad I would, yeah. But, but I feel like still this... alive, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Thank God. God. Go, going back to the question, why do you think it's so hard, the stigma of finding a Jewish person to date? Well, I think you, you just really need to know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And I think you, you're not going to try to... You have to have, be realistic in your expectations. Um, like Aaron said, if you're not in a, in a central hub for Jews, you should, have, you should be realistic and be like, oh, okay, so how am I going to meet Jewish people? And whether that be through social media or, uh, you know, through like a video call or, you know, just mutual friends, you have to be realistic in, oh, this is what I want. This is who I want to be with. And I don't want to waste my time because if you waste your time, you're going to end up with a schmuck boy, right? <laughs> Do you think that since the pandemic, people have kind of just realigned like what exactly they want and like really started to clarify for themselves what they want in a significant other? I think the pandemic made people think more about themselves and what 
they're looking for, yes. Uh, and I also think that not everybody wants something serious. True. There are mm -hmm. those people that are schmuck boys, and it's going to be hard to change those people. But there are also guys and also girls that want something serious. Yeah. And you just have to, you know, single those people out. And, um, yeah, you can definitely find that. I think what the pandemic did and what, like, was also made me to take off was, like, everyone's inside, right? Everyone's just stuck inside, so you could go and meet up with someone, like, that you're close by anyways. So, like, I have to FaceTime or Zoom, you know, whoever I'm talking to. So that definitely, like, opened up the possibility for more, like, long-distance relationships and people being, like, open to the idea of it. I think people got the sense of, you know, the apps are fun or hooking up is fun, but, like, they're, like, this connection thing is, like, much better. Especially because when you separate the physical stuff out of it, you have to, like, get to know a person. Mm -hmm. so, oh, really? so they're, like, so they're, like, oh, like, actually, this is nice because, like, yeah. this person cares about me, what I'm doing, and, like, the things that I like and I'm interested in what I believe rather than just, like, we meet up and we go have some fun. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people are, like, I actually do want a relationship, you know? And I think the long-distance aspect of, like, getting to know somebody before you meet them, you know, and just having that connection, like Aaron said, that's, um, I think a lot of people are giving the long-distance thing a try now and uh, willing to make that work because, you know, you can, you, can go with the, you can go out with somebody and, like, you actually feel like you know the person before you meet them. Yeah, maybe, you know, it's like a lot of the non, like, Orthodox Jews are like, maybe they got to figure it out with, like, the shit thing. They, like, meet, they just yeah, talk, yeah. you know. I'm not, do whatever you want. It's so nice and, like, refreshing to hear all the growth you guys have experienced since you started Meet You, since you're getting to meet everyone, since you are no longer a schmuck boy. Congratulations for leaving that era of your life. Let's talk about the fails. What kind of situations, and you know, you don't have to say too specific, right. have you received that you're like, this is mind-boggling? How does a guy just sense something like that? Mm -hmm. Or like, that you hear about, or just yeah. any situations you've encountered that you just never would have thought you would? I was just going to say, I like to preface that like, you know, every single person is different, and like, we don't know what's, what people are going through in their lives. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, okay, this is like alarming, or... Uh, obviously, safety is very important to us and making sure that, uh, especially in, in the world of so, uh, social media and cyberbullying and stuff like that, we try to make sure that people are comfortable, whether that's in an in-person event or um, online. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, don't, we, we don't know what people are going through always, but we try to be mindful of that mm -hmm. when we answer people. But, uh, yeah, there's some crazy stuff that we see every day on a daily basis. Can you give us, like, Yeah, I'm like, example. what type of safety precautions does Meet Jude? to ensure the community is safe. Right, so at like in-person events, we always have security yes. um, because you know we're a Jewish organization and safety is like the number one thing always, uh, whether that's in terms of health or making sure that people are emotionally right. sound. We've had to block quite a few people off the platforms because you know we have, bun we have rules for the community and like we want everyone to like have fun and be themselves, but like we want everyone to be comfortable and feel safe and whatnot. So like we're always, that's very, very important to us from the beginning too. And you know, I think one thing I've learned that I obviously like I knew I was aware of is just like, girls get a lot of creepy messages from guys, unfortunately. And like I, oh, yeah. you know, nope. I just, yeah, I, you know. Do you I, girls want to share one that you've so, gotten? I just have like a strange scenario that occurred to me a couple years ago. <laughs> I did have somebody reach out to me over LinkedIn um, to express their interest in getting to know me. 
Um, it was someone quite a bit older than me. Um, and needless, ah. needless to say, um, blocking occurred. And um, I also remember not only did this person reach out through LinkedIn, they sent me an email and told me that they got my email from LinkedIn. Which, by the way, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Someone can chime in and let me know if you think that's, that's normal, but, um... Oh, my yeah. God. did his homework. He did his homework, you know, um... He probably had premium. Yeah, probably, yeah. But, Marla, do you have any? I definitely do. I mean, I think every girl has probably gotten, like, the spam ones of, like, offering money for things. Oh, yeah. From, like, <laughs> accounts that you think could be fake, for, but... like, Monsta Ball Soup, right? Yeah, for Monsta Ball Soup. Oh, I did have a guy once who I didn't... Who I, like, kind of knew from school... Uh, send me like inappropriate things over Snapchat that I that were unsolicited. Oh, so that hmm. was um, blocked, and then he moved to Facebook, and then I had to block him there. And then I think he maybe tried to get in touch with me on Instagram. I had to, oh. I had to block him on every form of social media. So okay. I can only wow. I can only imagine with sixty thousand members. Yeah, what kind of things? Yeah, Aaron and Dana well, now you guys go. Yeah. What creepy messages have we gotten from you? Have you gotten any creepy messages? You know <laughs> well, what? let me tell you, you Maxie. It can go both ways. Have you yeah. gotten any creepy messages from girls? Definitely. I mean, I think that we, I don't want to, you know, I think that we have a have a duty to, like, keep our members' information, like, of private. Yeah. So I kind of don't want to share that. But I, there, there definitely are some, some off-brand off things people say where uh, it's just, like, we have to block you. Yeah. And do you think prior to Meet You, you had no idea it was this intense sometimes? Yeah, we were not. We didn't I mean, know. It, you I didn't had, anticipate I had, an, I had an idea, but like, I've, yeah, I got some very forward messages for sure. It becomes yeah. awesome. That I was like, wow, okay, this is just very forward. All right. Like, so. be like that. <laughs> I think I can speak to for both of us when I say it's overwhelming, you know, having to protect a bunch of people online yeah. that you don't even know. Mm -hmm. And you're yeah. you're in the middle of everything, and you have to play moderator. Social media is all real, but like you put down your phone, and you're like, none of this. It's almost it's kind of a mind trip because you're like, this is like not real, but it is real, mm -hmm. and like you still have a duty sure. to do it, even though it's like all happening online. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. But about us getting messages, like yeah, we've, we've got some interesting <laughs> messages, and we've also had people reach obviously reach out, and being like. Yeah, this message we got is not very kosher. So. Oh. Well, I guess so, yeah. kind of kind of segueing to a more happier side of this. Yeah. I myself was a bit of a latecomer to the Meet You world. I was in a relationship for most of COVID and, you know, joined Meet You a little bit later. I was in the group to, like, hype up my friends. There you go. But I wasn't an active participant until much later on. So I'm guessing maybe if you could tell us some tips and tricks that you two may have learned about dating, whether it be through Meet You, how to get people's attention, how to, you know, build those connections and really find someone. Well, in the, in the realm of Meet You, I think always, like, people post a lot of, like, bios on there. I always think it's, like, good to post a bio of yourself. Like, people hype their friends up, and that's, that's always great, but, like, I think people really like when someone puts themselves out there and they're vulnerable. Especially to, like, a community that has, like, tens of thousands of members on it. Like, it can be a little bit intimidating. Mm -hmm. So doing that's always a plus. And I think that just translates to, like, dating in person. Like, be yourself, be open, be vulnerable. Because, like, if you are looking to, like, be in a relationship with them, you have to do that. You know? What about the first message? Should it be a hi? Like, what's more... What's going to get you in a better situation, you think? 
and just left in the request. Right, right. Because right. Facebook is like Instagram that like if you're not friends, it'll get unnoticed. I think if you have like a funny, cute, like non creepy, obviously like pickup line, that's always good. Like something witty and creative, that's always good. But I think addressing something in the bio, like something that like some you have in common with someone, don't just say hi. Don't just have something generic. Like make it unique. Like try to stand out. You know. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it lighthearted. Just have fun. You know. Um, smile while you still have teeth. Don't take yourself too seriously. One liners by Daniel. Uh, when you take yourself too seriously, like you just, you know, you shut yourself off to the other person. True. You make yourself look like a prick. Like a schmuck boy. I wasn't gonna share this. I know you guys asked me. No, to. share, share. Uh, okay, so like I have a go-to pickup line. Oh, let's hear it. I will say it's pretty effective. Uh. I, I say uh, I might need to take out a life insurance policy. And then I put a semicolon, and then I say um, <laughs> your smile is killer. And then I, sometimes I'll add gorgeous at the end. Oh, oh that's pretty good. Smooth. Wait, I'm sorry. How are you all saying that? <laughs> What? Yeah, like you bring it. up life insurance <laughs> in the first message. How old are you? It's it's a it's twenty four. Like, like I said, Lavi, he's forward thinking. He's forward thinking. It's, it's very insurance. creative. People are like, wow, listen, a lot of the time, Lavi, people, girls will come. People will be like, that's very creative. Like that's you know, it's something different. And instead of saying like hi or how are you or. You know, he shows what's going on. He's showing he's you, thinking you wanna, ahead and then he's mature and professional. Uh, already thinking about life insurance. The girls are like, if you die, I just get your money. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't say you would be the beneficiary. Oh! But, you know, it's just, it's, As someone who's currently taking no. trusts in the States, I am having PTSD, but okay. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to play a quick game with our guests over here called Cute or Cringe. All right. Double texting. Cute. Cute. Sometimes. Ah, nuance, but keep going. Okay, asking for a second date before the first is over. Mm, cringe. Middle ground. <laughs> we understand that there's nuance for all these, but for the purpose yeah, of the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 pretend nuance doesn't exist. All right, we'll say we're Jewish. We're allowed a lot of nuance. So oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, giving flowers for the first date. Cringe. Asking to meet her mom a bit early. Cringe. Cringe. Oh, <laughs> cringe. Is that what you try to avoid? All right, and how about when a girl eats your food on a date? Cringe. Cringe. Ah, like, you, heard touch my food. you heard it here. You heard it here, ladies. Okay, all Daniel right. has very strong. Stop eating our fries, ladies. If you just want some, just if order you want fries. something to eat, just, just order fries. Don't don't just say I'm not fries. hungry and then come and eat yeah, our food. I'm not hungry. Orders fries. Oh, can I have seven hundred of your fries? Guys out there, if a girl tells you she's not hungry, and this goes for the fellows that are in a relationship already, if she says she's not hungry. You order for yourself and her, and you go to the chef in the back, and you order something to go. Can I just quickly put out for any girls that are listening, Daniel is extremely perceptive, because prior to starting to record, we got pizza, but then oh, after God. the pizza, me, Libby, and Maxine were eating Oreos, because there's no more food, and him and our amazing tech guru, Bernie went out, got food. When they came back, they brought us garlic knots. How knots. many garlic knots? 20, Please, sir. 24 garlic knots. We're three girls. And we were like, why did you bring us garlic knots? And Daniel was like, I saw you guys eating the Oreos. I knew you were still hungry. And he was right. And we ate them. Guess yeah, like, what? Did we finish the garlic knots? They're gone. I think we did. They're, They're gone. gone. <laughs> that perceptiveness, that's a good quality. I feel like mm. I just got to yeah. put it out Honestly, there. at least Daniel can prepare for the worst. Okay. My my uh, right. my mantra is you gotta be comfortable being uncomfortable. There okay, valid. All right, new game. All right, new, new game. game on a scale of one to schmuck boy. So 
maybe there's a dude and he DMs two girls on the same day with the same message. Oh, yeah, I've never heard of that happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know why I, oh, that. Um, I think I pulled that out of thin air. Yeah, Daniel with the same line? Weird. Um, <laughs> it's a 10 on the Shuck Schmuck Boy uh, scale. Yes. 10. Yeah. 10? 10. Alright, All right. cool. How about if a guy takes all day to answer a text? I'm gonna go in the middle, because, you know, people You can give numbers. I'm gonna go a 5. Alright, decimals are allowed, by the way. <laughs> it's been four months, and there is no label. I'm, I'm gonna go age, schmuck boy scale. Yeah. Okay. You can't waste people's time. Right. I'm gonna go with a five. Would you say four months wow. is considered waste time? Yeah, at four months, yeah. Like, come on, make a move, buddy. Wait, I'm curious, Daniel, you said it was only a five? Why? Yeah, I think sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get to know somebody, especially if, like, let's say you're only going out, like, once a week, and you have busy schedules. I think it just depends on the situation. You hook up with her friend after ending things with the first girl. And maybe you never really dated the first girl, like it wasn't official, but then you hook up with a friend after. That's like a nine schmuck I'm gonna boy. give that an 8.9 schmuck That's like boy. a nine schmuck boy and nine schmuck girl. That's messed up. Like if friend. a girl yeah. did that to you. That's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Girl Girls can be schmucks. I also think the two of you need to move to New York just so you could like educate the New York City men here. Absolutely. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, okay, how about still being on dating apps after telling her that you're exclusive? It's a ten schmuck boy. That's, yeah. yeah. That just, is that like cheating? Um, I don't think it's cheating, but like unless you're, you told the other person you were on there for a reason, like some, I don't know, something. But that's something you'd be upset about. Yeah, if you didn't talk about it, you know. No, but you're yeah, you're That's exclusive, a, and then you find out that they were but the on person, apps still. If they were like using it actively, right? Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, that's pretty high. Like that's, that's high. Not, that's yeah. very high. But would you you'd be okay with them still even having the app? No, no. If, you're, if you're in a relationship, because you're no. saying if they're using it, but you're not in a relationship, you're exclusive. No. If you have an app on your phone, a dating app, and you're seeing someone exclusively, that's cheating. Okay. Mm. Okay, Daniel. Okay. Okay, life insurance. <laughs> That's your new nickname, by the way. Life so Marla, if anything happens with life insurance, we all know who it's yeah, talking about. Oh okay. It's okay, Daniel. Stay safe in uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> all right. Next one is texting an ex you know is in a relationship. I'm going to say like a seven. I think like a seven. I'm going to say that's probably like a four or seven. Why? I don't think that uh, it depends on the it depends on the severity of like what how the breakup went or how you guys split. Not respecting space. Maybe he's you know on her bunch because she's very dedicated to her career. Maybe she likes to you know spend time with her friends. Or I mean, you had a conversation. She just needs space. I don't even know that just smart boy. That's just like kind of. Like, bro, shit, like, no. <laughs> like, ick. So cringe. Can that's very... If that's still schmuck boy, that's like a 10. Like, dude, just, like, come on. Okay. Okay. Have your life. Get your, you know... The last one. Our favorite one. Ghosting. That's a 10. Man. It's Wow. That's oh, can I say that? <laughs> it's <laughs> schmucked. <laughs> if you're not interested in someone that reaches out to you, just tell them that. It's messed up. Don't waste their time. Just be honest, come on. It's better to like reject someone or you reject them and you like get some closure than like yeah. being like wondering like what the hell happened. Like it's mean, it's messed up. Well, we're gonna play one more game. And it's just some rapid fire dating related questions. Our first question is, if you're on a date with a girl, do you expect her in any way to offer to split the check with you? First date. Nope. Do First I date. expect it? Nope. No, I don't expect it. Are you it. hoping? Do you think that's more polite? Nope. It's like, okay. Um, 
I think it's polite, but I'm always going to get the check on the first date. So you're not, like, turned off that she doesn't, like, pull the whole, like, oh, my God. Chivalry isn't dead. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't expect it, but it's polite or nice to do, but I think the guy should get the check. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Guys should expect to pay on a first date. Absolutely. If, even if a girl asks you out, I think it's polite for, I mean, I think you should pay still. Sure. She talks about herself for most of the date. How do you feel about that? What do you do? Do you say anything? Do you kind of make a comment about it or just kind of like, like, does that bother you? No. It depends if I'm like asking her questions. If she's not showing any interest in like asking me questions or hearing what I have to say, then like that's a turn off, you know? Do you leave like I never want to see this girl again? She didn't ask a single question about me? Or are you like, you know what? Maybe she was nervous talking. Probably the second one, the latter, I'd say. Okay. It depends on the vibe. It all depends on the vibe. Alright, she shows up like 30 minutes late, but apologizes. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna be there 30 minutes. Uh, That's a long Okay, time. what about 20 minutes, and then what about 10 minutes? Is she? I mean, it depends. You know what? She is texts she, you, and she says. Yeah. If she's, if let's she's, say there's I, no I, text. She's contacting you. There's no text. Your, then, your messages are sent as text message. I'm green, waiting, But Daniel I, would know because he doesn't have an iPhone. I, <laughs> well, to be honest with you, um, there's a problem with iMessage. So that if the internet is down, then you can't send a message. Oh. But, um, no, you have data. Android still sucks. Regardless, regardless, if the data or Wi-Fi is down for whatever reason, you can't text somebody. Um, that's beside the point. Uh, let's say, for example, she's she shows up 30 minutes late and I'm not there. I just I I let her explain and then like I probably give her another chance. But I would wait like 10 minutes. Probably wouldn't be there 30 minutes. If I haven't heard a text, I'm like, all right, I'm getting like stood up right now. Mm. Bye. Let's say. You're discussing when you should go out with a new person, you know, you're in the beginning stages of talking, and it's a Thursday, and you make plans to go out for Tuesday. Tuesday comes, and you haven't heard from her in about three or four days at this point. Do you reach out? I think a good rule is to, like, text on the day of and being like, I'll see you at, at the time that you planned. I don't think it's good to be like, so I'll see you at five. That's very needy, in my opinion, desperate. Just be like, I'll see you at five, you know? Yeah. Can't wait to, I'm excited to see you at this time, at whatever place we agreed to. And if she or he doesn't text back, then all right, it's not happening. Something I learned from like messaging girls is they always, usually they'll, they'll write, are we still on for tonight or are we still on for whatever? And I think that's a good practice, you know, messaging someone to see if you're still going to meet up that day. Mm-hmm. What's the most schmuck boy thing you've ever done? Did you ever stand anyone up? Did I ever stand anyone up? Stand anyone up? No. Like not I... show up on it. Any of the things we mentioned? Did you ever do any of those? Never. Not a single one. Nope. Wow. Oh, you gotta oh, I, I can't. Let's I hear it, Aaron. <laughs> Let's hear it. It wasn't an official ghost. But mm. like after, okay, after the second date, unofficial ghost. After the second date, I, she was messaging me a few times. I didn't respond, and then after like three or so weeks, I like messaged her and was like, "Yeah, we should just be friends." That's what comes to mind. But what's the point of messaging three weeks later? I don't know. I felt bad. I was young. I was like twenty. Okay. Wait, Daniel. What about you? Most schmuck boy moment. Uh, most schmuck boy moment. Um, like what most messed up thing I've ever done to it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think actually the most messed up thing I've ever done to a girl was, um, after my ex broke up with me, I, um, like was in a really bad place and, uh, she kept reaching out to me to, uh, see if I was okay. And I was like, no, I'm not okay because I'm trying to like get over you and you keep texting me, whatever. Um, and she, she was the one that broke up with me. So, uh, 
after that, like a couple months later or a month later or something, told myself, I was like, okay, I need to like get her to stop talking to me because it's like, I can't move on because I loved her so much. Um, so what I did was I decided, you know, okay, I got to find a way to make her stop talking to me. And the only thing I could think of this, I was young and dumb, but the only thing I could think of was come up with some like horrible, horrible things to say and things that I didn't even mean. Right. But I, I sent her like, you know, a list of like six different things. Like, uh, you'll never find anyone better than me or like all this kind of stuff that was absolutely terrible. And I sent her th those messages and she like immediately blocked me on everything, uh, stopped talking to me. And yeah, it was really bad. That's, and I still feel bad to, about, about that to this day. Um, wow. uh, if, if you're listening to this, like, I'm sorry for what I did to you. Uh, yeah, that's, that was the worst thing I've ever done to a girl. <laughs> what about minor ones? He's, he's Any so minor ones? I love this guy. You're so No, genuine. I mean, there definitely are like little things probably here and there, but like nothing like that. That was, that was really bad. He's a very, he's a Would you say, would, okay. And I like didn't mean any of those things either. I just kind of needed my, yeah. I needed like, no, that makes sense. to like just, you know, yeah, figure it, was, it out. Yeah. Makes sense. We've all kind of sent those texts that we don't yeah. mean to our friends or to people in our past. Because I think, honestly, I, I watched a TikTok about this, and this is one of the last things I'll say. And yes, I know, Libby watched a TikTok and she learned something like, oh great, God. what's new? I but I, I watched a TikTok and it was like, the best thing and the thing that you should never regret is being silent in a situation. Mm. Because what if your silence, one, is so powerful, like if you need to like take a second, and two, odds are, in the moment of the situation, whatever you're about to say, you might regret. It's mm -hmm. so like taking the time to like... Even if someone's really pissed you off and like a real schmuck boy, like it could really put like a difference just not answering, like not having the communication. And then when you're ready, exactly, you know, because you end up making yeah. all these drafts and like sending it to your friends and like changing the words, fixing the spelling mistakes because you put an S instead of a P and then a this and then that. I'm sorry, I'm guilty. I my text spell. don't make sense, but what I will if say is if I text you it. and the spelling is wrong, at least you know I wrote the text myself. Boom, boom, boom. Mic drop, mic drop. But yes, you should, but, but you always should. <laughs> Bernie is staring at me because it takes time to decode my messages. Libby. But Libby, it's a good thing you have a boyfriend because, like, dude, nobody can understand you. If Libby's the only one I try to text properly. I can only text one person properly in one day. Okay. If Libby ever asks for help with a text and you send it to her, she'll actually then add in spelling mistakes. Yeah. So the person <laughs> thinks it was from her. Literally. Oh my Quite gosh. Literally. <laughs> I just out. add a few P's and R's and Q's. <laughs> no, no, no. So much love for you guys. The fact that we were able to do this in person is super special to us, to you, clearly. That's it? You use this like a used napkin and oh, that's it? Oh, Listen, I could send you a text if you want me to. <laughs> you guys sound like the schmuck I'll ghost boys. you and then I'll you send you a text like with spelling mistakes. Give me a few days. Yeah, it's like, it's nice. It's I nice. To send you, sound, you sound it's, just like the schmuck yeah, boys. Yo, been, come over and then... That's come over for an hour and be Did like, yeah, yeah. What is that? You had us on our couch, like, your couch for an hour and now you're kicking us out. Well, I just want to say how special it is that, you know, a year and a half after you created the group, like you said, meeting in person, having you guys be actual guests. I had you on one podcast before and it was virtual and we hadn't even met yet. And I didn't even really talk to Daniel that much at the time. 
but like so special because I don't know what I would do without you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We couldn't think of any other people we wanted to be our first guests. Absolutely. Like, we are, like, indebted to you guys impartially for, like, our friendship, for our social life, for... Yeah, we wouldn't have... The three of us wouldn't have reconnected without me genuinely genuinely like you guys are building relationships but beyond what you can see building friendships right here like i will honestly say the past few months of my life once i've gotten closer to these two lovely ladies as well as getting closer with you two Mm -hmm. have honestly been like the happiest times of my life like so far and it can only go up from here but it's so true and it's kind of like crazy to say like if the world was still in lockdown right now like i know i would still be okay because of the biju zooms in the community and like the consistent love that you guys have brought and these guys deserve all the most amazing praise in the world but yeah and Daniel deserves a girlfriend. Yes. We'll get to that later. We're so excited to have you as our first guests. And, you know, we talk about our group chat a lot on this show. But when we realized that you were both going to be in New York, one of the first things we said in our group chat was they need to be our first guest. Obviously, love you guys. And so Me happy too. that we came on the podcast and not our first guest. And you guys bring Jews together is probably more important now more than ever. And you guys do a great job at it. Oh, so if you haven't heard of Miju before for some crazy reason you can check them out on Instagram what uh, is it at, at, at Miju you mm-hmm. um, um, our website is Miju.org mm-hmm. we have a bunch of Facebook groups you can check out through the Instagram or check us out on TikTok at Miju you can always DM Aaron and I on Facebook we'll respond but don't slide don't slide Aaron has a girlfriend slide yeah. you, can, you can message me I'll take yeah. care of it uh, and yeah feel free as always to submit us your stories your DMs, your screenshots, advice, questions to at schmuckboysofficial on Instagram. Thanks so much for joining our personal group chat. Cause you're just a schmuck boy. You're just a schmuck boy. That's not enough boy. Don't need another, another schmuck boy. Cause you're just a schmuck boy. You're just a Another, another shirt boy